0: How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Casares, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. We had another action-packed <laughs> week, Will. Yeah, I mean, that was insane. I mean, we had the Canelo fight on last night, which was yeah. very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had UFC 268. Before we get rolling into it, though, my name is Romero. This is Will in the background, ignoring us when we talk about fights. Is Rich Casual, <laughs> our producer. But yeah, if you like any of our content, <laughs> please like, subscribe, right? Follow yeah, us on Spotify, yeah. Breaker Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast, pretty much anywhere podcasts are found.
1: Everywhere, yeah. And then uh, at Story of the Fight on Instagram and Twitter. And then we have the Facebook group chat, Story of the Fight Chat, Otherwise, we're here, live, Sunday mornings. Yes. Usually uh, 9 a.m. Some, <laughs> some
0: listeners would call it the MMA church. Some do. Some do. But, dude, we got to get right into it because we're on a time yeah, crunch here. we got a lot to go through. There's so much to cover. I want to yeah. catch up with you and see how your week was. But you know what? I just want to see how your night was last night because this yeah. card was absolutely stacked from top to bottom.
1: Yeah, I mean, going into it, we knew, right? It's, it's one of those things that sometimes cards look incredible on paper, but then like they don't quite deliver right, and then vice versa. This was yep. one of those rare occasions where like on paper it was like, okay, this is gonna be insane. And it absolutely was. Yeah. I think going into the main card or the yeah, the main card, I think it was six knockouts in a row.
0: It dude, just an amazing night. And yeah. you know, you're absolutely right. Sometimes you look at a card and you're like, God, I, I hope this delivers. But they put so many like can't miss fights on here. Yeah. Yeah, and- you can't look away. And you'll start. We'll start with the main event.
1: We'll start top to bottom. Yeah. Shout, Shout out mom. HLB Comer, welcome.
0: Welcome HLB K Omer. But we'll start off with Kamar Usman versus Colby <laughs> Covington. Now, dude, you you know who I had picked going into this. And you know how who I had picked. We should have made that bet. Was this the one we were gonna make a bet on? I don't remember. Or was that was Tommy it? Fury versus Paul? I don't. Tommy know. Fury versus Paul. Osama okay, Fury yeah. versus Paul. We'll, we'll place a bet okay. on that one. But yeah. I had the all-American hero, Colby Covington, uh, <laughs> winning this fight by decision. Didn't quite go my way. How, how about this? If
1: you go back, my pick was Kamaru finishes them in two. And it was this close.
0: This oh, close in the second really round. Close. I was Very like, holy close. shit. Now, the the thing that stood out to me the most, because I remember think, you saying, what has Colby done in the last two years to show that he's gotten better? To have a chance to yeah. become a Uzman. And mm-hmm. you know what? I didn't have an answer. So all I said yeah. was be an American hero. Uh, be an American hero. <laughs> <laughs> but in all reality, you take a look at the improvements that Uzman has made, yeah. right? Since being with Trevor Whitman, he's had two mm-hmm. years. His striking has looked phenomenal since his fight with Kobe. Who has he beat? Yeah. Gilbert Burns, Burns finished him. Yeah. Masvidal finished him. him, Masvidal. Finished him. Yeah. With strikes. His striking is getting so much better. Yeah. With Number strikes one, early. The one thing I did notice is that he was headhunting a lot more because I think he really wanted to put Colby out too.
1: Yeah. I think once he started having the success that he was having in the first couple rounds, especially the second, obviously, he kind of started and he's he talked about how he he didn't want to go into that like Berserker mode and, and chase the finish, but he still kinda did, you know? Yep. Um I think Colby in those first couple rounds really, really respected Kamaru's uh, striking Power. improvements like he recognized him right like he knows that he's hitting hard as hell his technique is flawless he was very hesitant to get in there and like mix it up with him started mixing in the wrestling didn't really work for him um but but it's different than their first fight right then I think once he kind of took his best shots especially after that second round I mean it was close right uh that second round they could have I mean, it was he almost was had close. him in yeah, it was very close. Maybe
0: another thirty seconds to that round, it might have been over.
1: Yeah, but I think after that, Kobe kind of started to be more willing to trade with him, and he kind of hurt him a couple times, and and that kind of made uh, Kamaru kind of respect him a little bit more. And uh, hey, let's
0: wait on that picture right there, Rich.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, after that that uh, second round, I was like, well, there's this is this is it. This is a wrap. You know, and Colby, man, say what you will about his persona and his, his shit talking stuff like that. The dude is tough as nails. I mean, tough as nails. He heard, game. He Usman.
0: He's one of the best fighters, not just in that division, but in the UFC.
1: I think he. It's it's another one of those situations where I mean, he. It's funny that he said it, <laughs> but he said it about uh, Usman. But it, it's a reality for him, unfortunately. But he is the champ outside of Usman. If Usman's not there, Colby is the champ. I think he beats pretty much everybody else on the list. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately for him, Usman is there. And I mean, this doesn't happen a third time, I don't think.
0: Yep. At and least and, not Rick, for a while. Get, if you could bring up that last picture there, Rich. Um, but this... Everybody that knows Colby personally, that has spoken mm-hmm. about Colby, always say he's a different guy outside of the octagon. But Except as soon as...
1: Dustin Poirier, Massadol. Well, no, Johanna. so in
0: the, I guess everybody with an ATT, right? But people that have gone to like yeah. interview him and oh you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and talk to him so. on a personal level, say like he's a totally different person. But as soon as the lights go on, yeah, you know, and I think part of the issues that that have happened with those folks in ATT is that when he's in this persona, right, when he's full flesh, Colby Covington, UFC fighter he starts mm-hmm. talking shit about the Masvidal, starts talking shit yeah, about yeah. the Johannes, starts talking shit about everybody in the gym. So when he walks into the gym, personally. Wh- yeah, whether they whether he wants to or not, it carries over with him yeah. because those sure. people don't have a persona on, you do. yeah. And they're like, keep my name out of your mouth. You're in the same gym. I don't want you here anymore. So it turns into all this beef, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But for me, it was very, very nice to see uh, this embrace yeah. at the very end. So much so to the point where I believe... Uh, who was it? It wasn't Goddard. It was uh, Mazzagotti. No, not Mazzagotti. Sorry. Mergliata. Mergliata. When mm-hmm. Mergliata was like, all right, y'all can <laughs> kiss makeup <laughs> yeah. and make up later. Yeah. And broke him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But th- th- this was really good to see. I think it was good for the sport, uh, you know, yes. and good for all the folks that absolutely despise Kobe to see like, hey, this guy's also human at the end of the day. Well,
1: I think this is also him. This doesn't happen without him accepting the fact that Usman is just better. Mm-hmm. You know? Because if yeah. this is basically him conceding to saying, oh, I'm this I'm second this, rivalry, this rivalry is pointless now. I don't yep. have to angle for the third fight. You've now beat me twice in long fights, definitive fights, right? Uh, close, right? At, at moments, but the end results are definitive wins for Usman. This is him kind of saying, I, there's, there's no point to me being this character for you anymore. You know? Yep. It's accepting
0: that fact. Yep, but it was a very entertaining fight. Definitely uh, fourth and fifth round were more entertaining than the first three, you know. uh, But it was a Uh, very good fight. Second round
1: was very entertaining. Well, yeah, for you. (laughs) For real. No, Colby. (laughs) Colby, no. (laughs) Not like this. Uh, (laughs) But also, uh, was it the third or the fourth? I think it was probably the fourth that uh, Colby really, really hurt Usman. Yep. with one second left it was if there was 20 more seconds it might have been a completely different
0: night uh, but there wasn't right but still but there's very mutual close. respect there mutual respect uh yeah. says he's one of the toughest guys he's ever fought you know he's a mm-hmm. great fighter and uh no dude i just enjoyed it enjoyed it yeah. great great uh main event
1: yeah dean thomas called it earlier in the gaichi chandler fight that gaichi was doing a fantastic job of using the overhand right to set up um Chandler to duck away and that that opened up the uppercut and the same exact thing happened here Colby was throwing the overhand the whole fight and Kamari would net would after a few rounds every time the overhand would come he'd dip down and start hooking himself and then eventually that became a tendency and Colby started throwing that uppercut same exact thing that Dean Thomas said earlier in the night and yep. that's what was hurting him so I mean just so high level from both of them the adjustments being made um and Usman's takedown defense, is grappling is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, crazy. that was nice when to see When he reversed too. him, that deep takedown Kobe got on him, he had
0: to accept it, right? He couldn't sprawl. He and had that rolls through it, Whew. that Uno reverse card in his back pocket, <laughs> yeah. He just threw it out as soon as he was taken down. Um, yeah. All right, man. Do you have anything else on that fight?
1: Uh, no, I mean I'm glad that it's over. Obviously, I said going into it, it doesn't really need to happen, but it was going to be entertaining no matter what, and it was very happy.
0: Yes. Uh we got Rick Flair. Right
1: Ooh. <laughs> I, heard <laughs> cool on
0: I heard Trump won on Colby's uh, also. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh before that, before that we had have- uh, I, I
1: actually agree. I agree here. Kobe's corner was not great throughout ah. the whole fight. Just telling him stuff that uh I don't know, if they know the fighter, it's one of those things, right? If Rick Flair, look at that.
0: Woo. Yeah. Classic, <laughs> classic. All right. Uh, before that we had Rose not <laughs> a Yunus versus Zhang Wei Lee. Wei Lee. Now we said this fight's probably gonna end up being different from yeah. the first fight. Right. There's no way it was gonna repeat, right? <laughs> no, and this was a dog fight, man. How'd you have this one? We'll start off. I with had,
1: that. Yeah, because I know this one's very controversial. There's people saying robbery. The, it can't no, be robbery when the fight's this close. Um I had Zhang We Lee winning the first round, uh Doug Rose. Oh, really quick. No ten eight rounds for the second round of the Usman Covington fight. Not one ten eight round. Dropped yep. him twice. Yep. Scored it the same as the third round, which was very close. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but this one, I had Zhang Wei Li winning round one. I had Thug Rose winning round two. I had Zhang Wei Li winning round three, and I had Thug Rose four and five.
0: Nice, nice. I dude, I don't remember exactly what rounds I scored for who, but I just remember at the end of the fight thinking, uh, Rose took this three to two. Yeah. Yeah, that's you what know, I So very close, uh, though. Very it was close. a very close fight. Some heavy exchanges. Zhang yeah. Lee has shown before that she has so much power for her division, and she mm-hmm. knocked Rose on her ass, you know. And yeah, what, what, one of my concerns, and I know that uh, we've gone through this before with Rose Nama Yunus with her headspace, mm-hmm. right? And so at, when she got knocked down, and when she was walking back to her corner, I was just thinking, how is she going to react to this? How is she going to yeah. bounce back? Right. And you see great corner work from them.
1: The way they, because they they know that too, right? So every round they're telling, yeah, fantastic job. Stay calm, you're good. Beautiful work out there, like just that positive reinforcement, right? Uh, and shout out uh, hey, Rick Flair, the ally Quinto. We, we will get to that soon. Uh, we definitely going to talk about that fight.
0: Hey, who was that that coach recently that uh, was getting catching a lot of heat for Aspen uh, Ladd's boyfriend, right? Throw. Him in the corner for Rose Namajunas and, and see yeah, how it goes. Not a good mix. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. So that's a perfect example of knowing your fighter, and mm. uh, sometimes there's just like a perfect marriage uh, between yeah. trainer and fighter. Literally. And. Well, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> with Pat <laughs> yeah. Barry, but yeah. then also uh, when you take a Trevor look at Whitman. the work that Trevor Whitman does with him, it's just a perfect team. Three for Rose. On the <sighs> night, what a night! What a night! Yeah, we, we're talking about all the people that won tonight. You know who else won? Trevor Whitman. Yeah. Trevor Whitman. Just three fantastic times. showing, man. Fantastic yeah. showing. But uh Lee, nothing to hang her head on.
1: No, man. Very close fight, dude. Very close fight. Um the just two champions, really. I mean, the both of them, the anytime there was space on the ground, no matter who was on their back, anytime there was space created, just the absolute tenacity to try to to for the up kicks and all that shit, right, to get back up to their feet. Yep. Fantastic job from both of them. I thought Rose. Um, I thought Rose was was landing a lot more than than people think she was landing. There's a lot of stuff got glossed over when she was landing. I, I think she did a really good job of being in and out and landing. The heavier a lot of, like, shots were landed by Zhang Wei Correct. And I
0: think correct. that's why people are like more focused on the strikes from Zhang Wei side.
1: Definitely, definitely. Right. I think Rose's hands, though, dude, so good. They're so good. And, I love dude, the way she that,
0: comes up, uh like yeah. palms to the air, like. Just kind of making Zhang Wei Li think right before dude, she how about
1: the, the timing on the takedown in the fifth round, holy oh, yeah. shit, dude! And Beautiful. just goes straight through her. And and they were saying that she wasn't really landing a lot of shots on top. But dude, uh, once she kind of stacked her and was landing long punches uh, from the guard, standing guard, dude, those were nasty. Those were super yep. nasty. I see a lot of people commenting saying like, "Oh, but she didn't really do anything with the with the top control." I disagree. I disagree. I mean, come on. Oh man, yeah. That's something. Poor Wei Li, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Anything else on this fight? Uh
1: I hope Rose fights Carla Sparza next. Uh mm. Zhang Weili, Li, I'm not sure what they do uh with her next. Give me you want a rematch. The problem is what happens if whoever wins Zhang that Wu fight, wins. They... yeah. If if they do that rematch, maybe the winner of that fights Marina Rodriguez, I don't know. But I Ooh, love that That would be division. nice.
0: Yeah. You've always said that it's one of your favorite divisions in the UFC, so. Yeah. If not so much talent. the so favorite
1: much it's probably still my favorite yeah
0: there we go all right before that uh was my heartbreak uh, Marlon Vera versus Frankie Edgar oh dude yeah dude.
1: I know it, this like, was a tough one dude I wrote an essay about Frankie Edgar back in like 2012.
0: I feel like That's you say that boy. every week you write it May, all your essays in school were all about fighters
1: dude I was I didn't I didn't do like schoolwork unless it was something I was like passionate about. So like <laughs> any opportunity I could to like
0: make it something that I would want to do. Your teacher's probably you like the UFC roster, like up and down just from all your, <laughs> your essays. Yeah.
1: That's
0: so funny. But uh, so I picked Frankie Edgar going into this one. Right. And I know that he was the mm-hmm. underdog. I, th- I want to say it was like yeah. plus 135 or something like that. I think, I think that's what it was. Um, but uh, you know, I uh, shout out to uh Erica. My buddy Jermaine had us over yesterday and we're watching fights and uh, he said, man, I got Marlon Vera. And he pointed out the fact Edgar has lost twice in a row. He's, eh, both yeah. of them to bad knockouts. He's up there in age now. He's mm-hmm. probably going to get knocked out again, right? It yeah. happens. And he said, you know what he told me? And huh. he opened up my eyes. He said, Romero, you make picks so much with your heart. Oh, I said, yeah. I said, damn it, I do. Yeah, 100%. Damn it, 100% I do. Dude, on paper, right.
1: on paper, Cheeto definitely wins this fight. <laughs> <play. laughs> when and you know why I know that it was that it, that I picked Frankie with my heart and not with my mind because after this first round, when when Frankie Edgar did this for the whole round, the same way he he did to Yair Rodriguez, yep, I was at the end of the round thankful, surprised, and hopeful that it was going to continue. Uh, but in the yeah. back of my mind, when after when the second round started and the live odds came up and now Cheeto was the underdog, he was like it switched. I was like. Kinda wanna bet money on Cheeto. Good time right now. to bet. Good time yeah. to bet. Now that it's switched, it's switched, because I don't think Frankie's gonna be able to do that. Uh, and Cheeto Man, fantastic game plan, dude. Take, he he always kind of takes the first
0: round off. You Rich know, a casual post on the chat, press one in the chat if you pick with your mind, two if yeah, you pick two with if your heart you. like Romero. <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting two over and over again.
1: <laughs> yeah. But man, uh it's tough. Yeah, and, and Cheeto, dude, fantastic game plan with the the teep kick to the body, the front kick to the body just kept going to it over and over and over and then went high. And it's the same thing, John Jones against Dana Cormier. It, it happens all the time, right? Um, Shevchenko to Jessica I. The those up kicks all those were Chito, nasty. Frankie's always been susceptible to up kicks. I remember he got he ate a clean one from Benson Henderson in one of their fights. Look at where his hips uh, are. Yeah. Look at where his hips are. A, yeah.
0: yeah, not ideal frank right so pretty ideal, ideal for for <laughs> perfect for those up kicks <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. but those yeah. uh kind of reminded me there of uh, nico price uh yeah. up kicks on james mm-hmm. vick and and the work from cheeto off his back the elbows
1: oh my god dude those Flip. those like <laughs> it reminds me of uh diego sanchez versus uh clay guida remember that one yeah yep
0: yep that was yeah. a great fight Fantastic but uh, I'm always going to be a Frankie Edgar fan, man. And yeah. uh, the, the reality is, though, now he's been knocked out three fights in a row. And Flying
1: knee to this one. While well, I think
0: this is more of a natural weight for him to fight at at mm-hmm. 135. He doesn't look the same. Well, I mean, he's dude. He's been doing it since. No, I know. I know. But even when he was coming in uh, as a featherweight, right? Yeah. Uh, he just looked healthier. And, again, yeah. maybe it's just father time that just in, like, a couple of years said, hey, I, I'm knocking. I think it's that, man. But also, like, he, he just he didn't seem as healthy coming into this fight, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, it, you think about it. It's, it's
1: absolute I mean, look at that. Oh, shot, my. Dude. dude. He looks like okay. uh, he turned him into one looks, of the barbarians that ride the gondolas at the Santa Cruz boardwalk. Dude,
0: that's exactly what I was going to say. Really? That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I don't know if Richard Cadwell can find a picture of that. Uh, probably yeah. not, but that'd be really hard to find. Uh, yeah. But that's exactly what I was going to say. It's man, that's devastating. Yeah, you what, hate and, to see it, man. And fantastic performing by Cheeto. Uh, you know, after coming out of the mm-hmm. first round, you could see Anchor. Uh, Anchor Edgar uh, yeah. was was a little more gassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheeto was still fresh, and he did such a good job in the scrambles after that.
1: Yeah, you know well,
0: uh, Cheeto does, man.
1: He takes that first round off, kind of. They always talk about how much of a slow starter he is yeah that's what got me really worried and then
0: they showed the odd the live odds and i was like
1: god i should have just done it man hindsight
0: hey yolo dude uh but this is one of those fights going in where you just really like both of the fighters you are yeah. like, ah one of them's gonna have to lose yeah frankie man that sucks one all of right the all-time favorites a lot of people's all-time favorite man uh yeah. we'll move on uh so this fight shane burgos versus billy the kid Quarantillo. <laughs> we're just going to keep calling him that. I'm just going to keep on calling him Billy the Kid so that when yeah. he finally names himself Billy the Kid Quarantillo, everybody can look back to the story of the fight years yeah. ago and say that's where it started. That's where it started. But, uh, this was a fantastic fight. Dude, insane. insane. output. Insane yeah. output from both of these guys. I and think it again, was
1: over I, 700 strikes combined thrown. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, before this, we were talking about uh, – the the fact that you said any other night, this would have been fight of the night, maybe fight of the year. Yeah. And uh, I told you, you remind me a lot of my buddy, Jermaine, because going in, he said, Hey, this is a fight. It's going to be fight of the night. (laughs) That's how he talks. It's going to be fight of the night. Everybody's talking about all these other fights. Burgos versus Quarantilla is going to be fight of the night. Yeah. And yeah. Any other night for sure. It it (laughs) would have been fight of the night. Yeah. But it was nice to see Burgos bounce back the way he did after that scary uh, loss. His last loss. That was scary, man. It was a very scary one. It's probably the most delayed uh, TKO headshot I've ever seen. Yep. Uh, But he looked really good, man. Very patient. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, he he sat back a little too much for my liking. But at the end of the day, he ended up uh, winning, right? But it looked like he was waiting to counter a little bit more in the beginning and -hmm. started letting him go a little bit more as the fight progressed.
1: Yeah, he just – it took him a while to figure out the jab that Mm -hmm. Billy was throwing his way. Um, I mean, they just kept – that? <laughs> Damn, bro. What yeah, I guess. White week down there or something? <laughs> I guess, man. I don't know. Damn. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think he was just stuck on the jab. He just couldn't get past it. I mean, look at that shot, dude. Complete. But to his credit, Burgos rolls with shots better than most. You know, like I, I, in the UFC right now, he's in the top 10 of guys that roll with shots well. Izzy's up there. John Jones is probably number one. Um, Some people really roll with shots well, and Burgos does. And his, you know, his like Bobby Green, size. we're going to be
0: talking about him later. Somebody else yep. that rolls with shots really, really well. Really well.
1: But, yeah, I mean, Burgos, it just took him a while to kind of figure out the puzzle. Um, but he's a fucking dog. Was he licking he's his shoulder
0: to try to gauge distance or <laughs> in this picture? <laughs> it's a little weird. No, yeah. but, yeah, it was a great fight, man. Uh, props to Billy Quarantillo and Shane Burgos. They put an absolute monster performance on for everybody. Yeah. And the thing is that the fight before this one, Everybody's like, "How are we gonna follow up with this fight?" Like, what? Well, it- yeah, and then it, boom, Burgos versus Quarantillo. It's and crazy then- because
1: this, this, uh, the crowd was like silent. It, it reminded me of Pride, kinda, where it was just like a silent crowd during this fight. It was crazy because I think everybody was just completely drained after watching the fight that that happened before this. Um, I just want to give Billy the shout out for getting completely killing his left foot in that third round and continuing to push the pace and pressure fight, even though he, could, he couldn't even lift his foot off the ground. Yep. It was like he would try. Every t- every step that he would take, his foot would still drag kind of, you know?
0: Did Burgos Crazy. get eye-poked, was it, in the third round? I believe so. And then, like, I noticed when uh, he said, all right, fight, and Cornelo tried to walk back towards Burgos. He had, like, a little bit of a trip because his, like, fr- the his front of his foot kind of, like, up. yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was tough to see, man, but, again, tough as nails. Yeah. It's super tough. Great fight, though. Great fight. All right. So, oh, so it was no nonsense. Keith Peterson, that was the ref there. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leading up to this fight, so we've already mentioned this other fight a few times already. Uh, You know, I I said I'm over at my friend's house. Erica was sitting there, and she says, my watch just notified me that my heart rate went up. (laughs) Really? Dude, uh, yes. I'm telling you, just the excitement, the pace. You're sitting on pins and needles. Because at any point in time, one of the guys yeah. can knock the other one out, you know, and they, they promised a war going into this.
1: It's one of those fights that like, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna say that right. And usually when the people say that, they maybe they're gun shy. That was never gonna happen with this one. <laughs> Justin Gacy versus uh Michael Chandler. Just exactly what everybody hoped, what like expected. It just complete uh like fantastic fight, you know. It was crazy. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I would call this just one of those fights that's a slam dunk for the UFC. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, you know, like you just
0: put this one on paper and everybody just automatically knows, you know what? This is going to be a great fight. And mm-hmm. it absolutely delivered. Now, uh, it was a little wild in the beginning. Yeah. But as they started getting settled down, right? I want to say like halfway through the second, uh, mm-hmm. you see that Gaethje started sitting back a little bit more, you know, yeah. and. Uh, started picking shots just a bit more. So I don't know what Whit, uh, Trevor Whitman told him in the corner mm-hmm. uh, because on my end when I was watching it, I didn't I didn't see it. Did you get to listen to any of the corner work? No, no. How did you score it? I had a two-to-one, 29-28, Yeah, I had
1: Chandler taking the first. Yep. Um, dude, he, his first rounds are – he's one of the scariest first-round fighters in the UFC. So I mean,
0: much power thrown into everything. Dude,
1: and the way he closes distance. And you could tell Gacy had, had had an issue with the range at first because he was so far away. And you think normally a smaller fighter wants to be in tight, but the way he can dart in, land his shots, and then he's way out of even kicking range. Uh, Gacy was like swinging and missing every time he was coming in. It just looked like he couldn't time him at all. Finally, he could,
0: right? But, I mean, I mean he had I trouble. Like he has such a good frame for MMA because mm-hmm. he's yeah. small, compact, but he has long arms, man. Yeah, he really does. You know, so he's still able to have that that long reach, like you see right now in the picture that Richard Casual put up right now, where he can still maintain yeah. somewhat think, of a distance.
1: Hold on. This is the moment, I think, this is the moment, looking at Mike Beltran, where Geisha gets eye-poked, and he steps away. Mike Beltran starts to call timeout, and then he switches to saying, no, it was a punch, and Gaethje's already walking away, like, thinking that they, he called time. And yep. Chandler lands a clean right hand on him, super clean. And then he's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." <laughs> Maybe we yeah. need to stop. And and uh, it was bizarre. <laughs> like,
0: I was, you good? Yeah, I don't know what the heck that was, dude. I don't know what's going on right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know but, what's going uh, on right now. It, it, Chaos, just like this fight. Um, but I mean, that uppercut that that Gaethje lands to drop him in the second. How tough is fucking Michael Chandler? Dude, like, both people of these don't guys.
0: take Gaethje punches like that. They don't. <laughs> both of these guys, man, because there were so many times where Gaethje was on wobbly legs. Yeah. Wobbly legs. And where a lot of other people would have curled up, you know, and just mm-hmm. sat up against the cage. This guy's swinging back. which Throwing when
1: leg kicks in the
0: pocket. <laughs> which when you're Chandler, right, and you're like, yeah. this is my opportunity to finish this guy. I'm going in for the kill. And you're like, oh, shit. I got a huge right hook coming my way right now. My <laughs> yeah. me, my calf right now. Like, what's going on, dude? It's just, mm-hmm. ugh, man. Fight of the year?
1: Um, it, recency bias. Yes, it's gonna be tough. I, I don't know. I have to think about it more. We'll we'll do it like an end of year episode. But right now, in <sighs> my mind,
0: probably, dude. So good, so good. Uh, so yeah. Dana puts you in charge of figuring right, out what to do that. with this one fifty five division. What do you look do next? Shit
1: the fucking the takedown from chandler was insane yeah hey did Um, he
0: hurt his wrist after that takedown uh two did you notice that yeah maybe he slams him down and the way that his wrist ends up on the mat is folded Mm -hmm. down and it slides. and after that if you notice the output went down significantly from chandler
1: i've done that dude in jiu-jitsu and it fucking hurts it (laughs) It hurts. hurts so bad and How about in the third round when Gaethje started really landing on him and Chandler's leg was fucked? He's just walking at him straight upright with his hands down, walking at him, eating shots, telling him to like, give me more. Dude, these guys are, Gaethje said it in the post fight. These guys were like born in the wrong era. Yeah. Like they should have been like in like the fucking Coliseum, like going to actual war, you know, like these guys are fucking savages. Did you see Chandler walking out of the, the cage? No. Walking back to the locker? He puts his arms up like Gladiator. Screams, "Are you not entertained?" Fucking oh, crazy. That's amazing. It's all bloody. Like dude. Goosebumps, dude. Goosebumps. The dude is. This. People give him shit because maybe they think he's corny or like he's too like clean cut and like something seems off about how 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 political almost he is. He's I think he's just a good guy. The dude, and people coming into this, people were like, oh, I don't know. He came from Bellator. He's had wars over there. He's lost a lot over there, right? He's had a few losses. I don't know if he's UFC caliber. Dude, in his three UFC fights, how can anybody not be a fan of Michael Chandler? And that's coming from someone who, going into this fight, was very much rooting for Gaethje. You know.
0: Yeah, but he—he's an entertainer, man. He puts it all out there. There's no denying it, and he's got the skill set. You know, and he's still going to be dancing in the top five probably Mm -hmm. for the next year or two years. Uh, So so we're we're going to get some more fun fights. All right.
1: Yeah, but like you said, the lightweight division. Um, I mean, you do Geishi versus the winner of Poirier, uh, Oliveira, Oliveira, right? Um, they said they have something for Darush. I wonder if Dariush is fighting Islam. I think that's probably okay. going to happen. If, uh, as far as like Chandler goes, maybe he fights uh, Rafael dos Anjos. Okay, because he's still there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would love to see him fight someone. It's not going to happen anytime soon, but I would love to see him fight someone like uh, Fiziev or Brad Riddell versus oh, Chandler. That'd be a lot of fun. So much fun.
0: That'd be a lot of fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, before that, we had Alex Pereira versus Andreas Michelades. Yeah. Hey, do you
1: think uh, Rogan was was high on this guy coming into this fight?
0: Sound like he was. <laughs> I
1: mean,
0: he's been but talking you know about what? this guy forever. A lot of people were really high <laughs> about this guy coming yeah. into the fight. and. Yeah. Not Izzy. He he delivered. <laughs> yeah. He absolutely Izzy delivered. wasn't very high. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably a not very high. good
1: debut. This this card had uh good debuts where the the fighters making their debut have to face early adversity and still mm-hmm. come out on top. Yep. Two times, right? That first round went exactly how uh it needed to for uh, Andreas. You know, and that's and and the first round went exactly like probably a lot of people. It's either going to go one way or the other. And mm-hmm. this first round looked like it was going to be oh no, this is going to be him getting smothered for for this whole fight, probably. You know, takedown yeah, defense. And
0: it, you had the analysts saying that too. You know, this is a classic yeah. uh, striker versus grappler matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kept on pointing out the fact that Mikalitas here was uh black belt in jujitsu, right? Yeah, yeah. And at first, Pareda looked like he had some uh, decent takedown defense. But mm-hmm. as soon as uh, Mikalitas lowered the grip, and got him down yeah. to the ground. And that, yeah, like you said, I was like, oh, here we go. Here
1: this we is going to be the story. But then, second round starts. And guess what? Unfortunately for Andreas, you start standing. Yep. You have to get him
0: down again. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> he wasn't able to. A, an amazing jumping knee, man.
1: Dude, his, the way he sees opportunities, striking opportunities, the way he can take advantage of those opportunities is so good. I mean he didn't showcase eighty percent of his arsenal in this fight, you
0: know. Do you think the UFC just skyrockets this guy?
1: No, I don't think no? so.
0: You think they take their time? Well, no, he's a
1: little bit older, so they're not gonna take too much time. Um, I think that's the first or that's the last grappler he's gonna face, though.
0: All right, so this guy was born in uh in eighty seven, it looks like, right? So he's what, thirty three? 34, something like that. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. uh, Maybe he doesn't have very much time left in the UFC here. So,
1: well, I uh, mean, he's he's just had a long career in kickboxing already. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, he just this was his fifth uh, UFC fight, right? So, or MMA fight, Um, but yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he faces another grappler. I think this was the test and he passed the test. And from here, it's fun, interesting matchups that favor him and they're going to try to build the izzy ahead of fight that's that'd what i would fun, do if I was
0: the ufc heck yeah heck yeah <laughs> hey but sometimes they do some oh you know what how about a like a kevin holland
1: oh don't do that i don't want to see that
0: why i think he knocks out kevin holland you think so i think so Ooh.
1: that'd be a fun hey, matchup listen dude like this guy striking wise is so much higher level than 90% of the roster. Well, it's like Izzy coming in. It's it's even it's different. I mean, yeah. It, it's 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 like Izzy coming in. Um it's like Crocop going into Pride. It's like I mean, this guy has the tools to make everybody else look pretty bad. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to more fights from uh Alex Pereira. Alright, yeah, man. Me too. Uh, before that, we had Mr. Bobby Green versus Al Quinta. So we were talking earlier, your boy, boy, Bobby Green. We were talking earlier about uh, somebody that has the ability to roll with the punches, right?
1: Yeah, dude, his shoulder roll is the best shoulder roll in mixed martial arts. It's, my, yeah. it's not It's not a technique that really works without boxing gloves. I mean, well, it works, but it's much harder.
0: Yeah, and he has this style where he walks towards you with his hands so low yeah, so it, like <laughs> Yeah, so it just if you're on the other end, you're like, oh well, let me go ahead and take a couple shots because he's wide mm-hmm. open right now. And then yeah, boom, bounces off counters, the shoulder. Man. Or his slips and rips. Oh or my God. he just turns away from the shot yeah. at the perfect time so that there's no impact. Yep. He his rolls. Fantastic with shots. defense. Fantastic yeah. defense by Bobby Green.
1: Fantastic defense and He's I mean, he's perfected the style for MMA because his counters off of that defense are fantastic. The way he throws from the hip and they're not looping shots, they still throw straight shots from the hip. They come at such an angle. I mean, look at that, dude. The one two he landed to put him away was it was so fast and it was in the exchange, in the middle of switching stances. The dude is so good. I'm so happy that he's getting the wins that he is capable of, you know, and like getting yep. this kind of the shine that he deserves. Cause it's been a long career. He's not young.
0: And so for Ally Quinta, we had a loss against Cerrone uh, and then a loss against Dan Hooker back in 2019. So almost two years uh, since we a had long seen layoff, man. Ally Quinta come in and he gets a tough matchup against Bobby Green. Going um, into this
1: one, looking at the Oz, I was, and, and George put the, had Al on his parlay, right? And I was like, man, I would not touch that because <clears throat> that kind of a layoff is hard for anybody. That, that kind of a layoff to come in and fight someone who, with the style of Bobby green.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What a tough task. Yep. Imagine you come in and you, it's, you haven't really had the success in the cage. So you're like, maybe you're not sure yourself. And every time you're swinging, you're just whiffing. Yeah. And you just, you just can't touch the guy and you're like, God damn, dude, am I not good at this anymore? And then you just get ripped.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, I heard he's good at selling houses in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in his real estate business. But yeah, uh, yeah man, uh, Bobby green, uh, has, when's the last time, has Bobby Green ever broken into top 15? Yeah, he was in the top has, 15 right? for a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, but I at think, 155, what's next for him?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he just, this is coming off the loss to Fazeev. Fazeev got the, the ranking, I think, from Bobby when he beat him. Mm-hmm. I, that was an interesting decision, right? That fight. We know how I felt about that, but, um... Yeah, this is after you fight Ali Aquenta, um, you, you, in my opinion, you're now fighting someone back in the top 15. You give him yeah. someone like Tiago Moises, um, Diego Fajeda maybe. Uh, oh, that'd be a fun one. Yeah. I don't think you jumped the line. I think Faziv is fighting Riddell. Is that still happening?
0: Oh, let me see. Maybe
1: you go him versus Armin Saryukin. That'd be awesome. Oh, that Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I think Moises, that's the move. That's what I would do. All right now log jam in that division man
0: for sure uh before that we had uh chris curtis i believe this was his uh debut right yeah versus bill haws dude i feel like we've seen chris curtis before where did we see him
1: uh contender series
0: that's probably what it was maybe yeah i don't know but he looked very he familiar
1: his, yeah he lost his contender series fight um he fought he fought in the pfl um I know he won. He did win his contender series. Yeah, he had that three-round uh, the hook kick. Ah. But he didn't get the contract. Um, so, yeah, tough. But, I mean, he's put on a one, two, three, four, five, five-fight win streak to get back into the UFC uh, and took a scary opponent. Oh, looking dude, like, Phil uh, Hanson, no
0: joke. Yeah,
1: looking like the uh, middleweight Randleman with the dyed hair. <laughs> Just jazz. He
0: reminded me more of uh Cisco. You know, Cisco. You remember that that singer back in the day? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh dude, Phil Hawes has a lot of power. And he was one of the largest favorites too coming into this uh yeah. into this card. I, I want to see it was like minus four hundred, minus three hundred, something like that. But it was a, a big differential there. And yeah. so HLB
1: uh, comer. Press an F- <laughs> <A>
0: respect. <laughs> but yes, I'm uh,
1: And after I, that first round, you look at the odds and you're like, Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Like these are pretty good odds. And uh, dude, I mean, and this is why the sport is the greatest.
0: Yeah, somebody didn't tell Curtis he was supposed to lose.
1: Yeah, dude. The hook that he lands on him and the knee to the body that shut him off. Oh my god, dude. What talk about taking advantage of the moment and and recognizing and being an absolute finisher? He didn't headhunt. He goes throws that knee through his chest. That was so nasty. And then you see Curtis just, I mean, uh, Phil Hawes just completely shut down, fall off yep. to the side. It kind of reminded me of uh, Nick Diaz versus um, Paul Daly in Strike Force. Oh, okay, yeah. When he when he finally finishes them, just th- tosses him off to the side and he, like, stumbles off to the side. Crazy, man. Yep. But, I mean, and so happy for him, man.
0: I, that's what I was going to say, happy for Curtis, because it, it's not like, you know, there was another person that had their debut, Ian Gary we'll talk about later uh mm-hmm. you know where ian gary now moved eight and no. uh chris curtis now moved 27 and eight so this is somebody that's been grinding man grinding yeah. to make it to the ufc you could tell that they were extremely excited about being in the octagon and, mm-hmm. and taking it all in and uh his celebration at the end you know he goes and talks to the announcers and yeah. the commentators and dude it was just it, it was a, a fun sight. did
1: you hear him at the in like the post-fight press conference type thing
0: I missed the press conference, man. I didn't get home till like one thirty last night. I was like, yeah, man, I'm not about to one. sit stay up and watch the press conference.
1: Dude, he uh he's talking about I feel bad that he like once again on this card, he's not gonna get a bonus for that. On another card, he might. You know, big like biggest upset on the card. Finished him after being clearly outmatched in the first round. Uh he's talking about he's like, Dana, please need that 50 G's. I am hilariously broke right now.
0: <laughs> <He's> hilariously <laughs> broke, he said. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And Dana's like, yeah. Nah, bro. He's like, That'll uh, kill. That'll kill my budget. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let me give before it to the guys that. on the
1: main card instead.
0: We have yeah the guys that made over uh, three hundred. Guys that make the money. <laughs> <laughs> three hundred grand tonight. But we yeah. had uh, Imovov versus Shabazian before that. Now yeah. Shabazian, man. Uh, Correct me if going. I'm wrong. He did go eleven zero, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Coming into and the then, UFC. Massive prospect, massive, and yeah. goes up against the Derek Brunson, Jack Romanson, and Alimovov, and so he's on a three fight skid right now, three fight skid. Hey, do yeah. you know what's wrong with this rib, by the way, or is that just how he was? I that's just <laughs> that was uh... a <laughs> you know
1: what's wrong with his
0: rib. I think that's dude, just
1: how his rib cage is formed.
0: I was yeah, we were looking at that yesterday. And we're like, dude, that thing is jacked up, man. It looks like he's broken do that you... rib like ten times. Do you remember?
1: Uh... I want to say he was an Aussie fighter back in the day. Uh, what the hell was his name? Sotteropolis, maybe something like Hip-hop that. Hip hop anonymous. Do you remember that guy? No. Uh, I so Terofilos. Yeah, dude, this guy freaked me out when I used to watch him fight back in the day.
0: Why? Was where his ribs all jacked up too?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very strange upper body. Um, yeah, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, almost looks like Frankenstein. What was his name again? <laughs> George Sotiropoulos. Sotiropoulos. Yeah, I mean All he right. he was uh he was like a, a he never like I don't think he ever fought for the belt or anything like that, but um, I mean he fought guys like uh, Ross Pearson, Dos Anjos, Lozon, Kurt Pellegrino, Joe Daddy Stevenson, a win over Joe Daddy Stevenson, Shinya Aoki. I mean Kyle Noak. like he was in there. You know he was good.
0: Yeah. All right, I'll but, dude, I'll look him up then. I'll look him up, but yeah. uh back to Emovov versus Shabazzian. Yeah. <laughs> uh dude, Emovov. <laughs> we, we we're just talking about somebody that's a, a good prospect. Emovov's mm-hmm. looking really, really good, man. Sharp. Very, Very sharp. sharp. Yeah. And
1: And dude, the again, the killer instinct, taking advantage of the moment and just dude, the way he slipped into crucifix position. Was so sneaky because he's threading with other things that Shabazzian doesn't even realize that he's getting lined up for the the crucifix, and then he slips right over, and it's like, oh, it's over. He's not. You don't get out of that position.
0: And Iemovov's out of France, right? Uh, trains yeah. with uh, Cyril Gon. Yep. Dude, uh, formerly trained that, with Enganu. Uh, that camp, man. Did you see what happened backstage? No, who's fighting? That camp? No, was, was it Huzabaloo you know, again?
1: No, it wasn't a fight. It was their whole team, right? I can't remember the guy's, the coach's name, the guy that had the falling out with Ngannou, um, but it's Cirigliano's, right, in his corner, head coach, and Amavov, and they're all standing around in the lobby after his fight and stuff, and uh, and Francis Ngannou is like entering the arena, and he he's like walking by, it's like oh Francis, and then they turn. And it's the team, and they're like looking at him, like about to say, What's up? And Francis just straight up cold shoulders them, doesn't even look Damn. over to him, just walks right by, hugs somebody else, just keeps walking. And it, the camera turns back to the team, and they're just like looking at each other, like, What the fuck was that? Like, dude, we came Damn. up with that guy. Like, <laughs> and I get it, hey, right? He's, he's gonna be fighting Cyril Gon, but
0: people change, dude. dude. Yeah. The fame and money, people change. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on that fight? I know we wanted to touch on the a couple last ones quickly here. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, not much, just Imabov is, is uh, I mean, the guy is legit. He is so legit. Uh, his Ian Heinish fight was crazy. I'm very excited to see what he does from here.
0: All right. Uh, before that, we had Ian Gary versus Jordan Williams. Jordan Williams, uh, fresh from uh, finding that dude that tried to steal his car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man. Hey, I- tough first round for Ian Gary. Very tough. Tough first round. He was getting lit up. Well, Jordan Williams was doing this thing where he was blitzing in with the left straight, and then he was following mm-hmm. right after that with the left hook.
1: Yeah. And he bap, did it.
0: Bap. Yep. But, like, exploding towards him, right, to close the distance. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Gary wasn't moving left and right. He was moving straight back, back like yeah. that, right there. And that's what happens. <laughs> yep, and that's what happens. Great timing on that picture, Rich. But then uh, after a while, Gary starts getting used to it. Dude, and at this level, man. Yeah. If you have a good corner behind you, you know, if if you're at a good camp, you're gonna be able to make adjustments mid fight. And guess yep. what? Gary made the read, he saw that he went in with the straight left, try to come back with that left hook, and he countered it perfectly, man.
1: Yeah. Just Almost it, like it he it knew it was coming right and throws the right straight.
0: Just it was completely. beautiful. Yeah, and
1: and there it is. Oh and wow. uh like the two things that like really solidify as like a a veteran and like next level, like you said, making adjustments mid fight and also, um, staying disciplined enough when you're succeeding to not start getting careless and sloppy. And that's Jordan Williams. I think in this moment kind of threw it a little bit slop, like more sloppy because he's having so much success with it. Kind of, kind of was reaching a little bit more this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah, Ian Gary just completely took advantage of the, of the opportunity. Um, this was a big. This is a pretty big hyped uh, debut.
0: Yeah, man. So taking a look at Jordan Williams here, uh, three fights in the UFC, three losses. But look at who he's fought, dude. Emovov, I mean Mickey Gall and yeah. uh, Ian Gary. Right. So tough
1: go though. Tough go. Emovov in your first fight. <laughs> oh, that's rough. what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. So uh, I I don't know what the UFC does. Hopefully, he gets another fight in. Uh, Jordan I mean, he Williams looked
1: thought. like he made. Pretty significant improvements.
0: He's with a new camp now. He was excited yeah. to come in and show what he's worked on. And you can mm-hmm. see some of the improvements, right? Yeah, um, definitely. So I'm, I'm hoping he gets one more fight in there. And, God, the, the personality too. that Gary had at the end with the post-fight interview. Yeah, uh, Dude, what is it about these uh, Irishmen that come in and just have yeah. the gift of gab, man? The gift they of gab. They really do, man. Yeah, it, they really it's do. It's crazy. Feel bad I mean, for them. the debut. United States, they're just like, meh. You know, yeah, but so you have somebody shit like talking. You, just it's Patty the shit baddie, talking, you know, coming out of the yeah. UK, and you know, yeah, dude, it's just I don't know. Let's have them fight, eh? The what? Let's have them fight who, Patty the Batty, yeah, and uh, Ian Gary, hey man, let's not do that. It's <laughs> different weight class, <laughs> let's not do that. All right, uh, speaking of different weight class, perfect segue, <laughs> very uh-huh. different weight class, yes. We had Chris Barnett versus uh Gian Vellante uh going into this one now. Feel, I Barnett. feel for all the uh, dollar store
1: Tom Hardy, you know?
0: Dollar store Tom Hardy, <laughs> great <laughs> great value Tom Hardy, yes. Um, but dude, let's all right. What did he fight at 185 before? We were talking about this, right? Was one it 185 time? or 205? Both. <laughs> so he started at 185, yeah, went up to 205, and was like, Look, I just don't want to stop eating and let's yeah. try heavyweight. Um the dude is hilarious. Yeah. One and of the best
1: personalities, honestly.
0: Yeah, Chris Barnett coming in dancing with all that energy. People don't realize. Both of them, honestly, personality. Yeah. Just how athletic Chris Barnett is. If if yeah. you don't know Chris Barnett and you haven't seen his walkouts before his celebration dances, you know, or, or just the way that he moves in the <laughs> octagon in general,
1: <laughs> then yeah. you would
0: have been shocked.
1: Yeah. Cause I think a lot, lot of people
0: in, were shocked on this one. <laughs> Came in dancing, right? And everybody's like, that's a lot of energy. That's a yeah. lot. Of- you know what? He had energy to spare, man. He had yeah. energy to spare. What did you think of this fight,
1: though? Uh, yeah, Volante wins the first round, right? That's what he needs to do. Second round just gets caught, man. That wheel kick was perfect. Caught him right above the ear with the heel. He, sa- he said his foot was on fire. He like, couldn't feel his foot anymore after, the- <laughs> after that. I mean, that's a hard shot to a hard it part of the man. head.
0: Dude, that's uh it almost looks like he's in the middle of like a capoeira move, you know what I mean? Like just he yeah. looks so graceful. I
1: know. Uh nope. yeah, Volante went down. I thought hot take, uh pretty good recovery from Volante, considering the shot he ate. Um I okay. think I think if it wasn't as flashy as a kick, I don't know if it gets stopped when it gets stopped. I thought really? Volante was fine. Hmm. Thought he was fine. Well, I think the kick was so crazy that it's okay that they handed it almost because, like, that deserves a finish, right? Uh, but Dante was getting up.
0: Yeah. I, who was it? I think it was Dan. Dan. Regliotta. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know because uh, that it's kind of hard to say. I, I've been hard trying to, to take a step back a lot more and just think about, man, what if I yeah. were in there in the middle of it? You know, and mm-hmm. I see that happen. I see Vellante drop down like that. Uh, Barnett start jumping on him, you know. like He's covering up in turtle, right? Yep. Like, it's just a bang-bang situation. Bang-bang. Yeah. Bang oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Baseball. I, I'm not saying it was like a terrible stoppage. I'm just saying I think Vellante was fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, he was probably better before he got his face wheel kicked off.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: I mean, look at him there. He's
1: not fine there.
0: <laughs> it's like peeking over at him out of the corner of his eye. And then yeah. yeah, the celebration by Barnett at the end, again, just... I know.
1: And looks like one acts. of
0: the funniest guys. Looks like one of the funnest yeah. guys. You know, get this guy with uh, Bam Bam Tui Vasa together. Let's just go party, dude. Let's just go <laughs> yeah. party. You
1: dude, know? The class act in the post-fight interview, too. Vellante's last fight in the UFC, right? He's retiring. Uh, and just like, dude this was the prelims. This is what the third fight, fourth fight on the whole card. Not a lot of yeah. people there. And he got it loud. He got fourth it loud, fight. hyped up the crowd. Uh, not just for the, the, the performance, the wheel kick or anything like that. But when he's like trying to get the crowd crazy to, to support Volante, right? Volante, that's his backyard, you know? Yeah. Matt, Sarah, like Longo, Chris Weidman, that whole team. Uh, yeah. Look at that.
0: That's Come awesome, on. man. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Uh, hey, so let's go through a uh, couple last things here. So performance mm-hmm. of the night bonuses, and then of course the uh the canceled fights, man. Moment of silence. Yeah.
1: Performance of the night, right? Frankie Egger, uh, Marlon Vera, Chito Vera gets the front kick knockout, gets fifty grand. Fight of the night, obviously. Gaethje versus Chandler. I mean, come on. Fifty grand each, probably got a little bit more than fifty grand each. If I'm being honest,
0: they probably Dana got Dana should bit more. have just thrown stacks of money inside the octagon <laughs> as soon as that <laughs> yeah. left, you know bell was over. All right.
1: Yeah. Uh Alex Vejeta got a performance of the night for the flying knee knockout. Bobby Green gets one. Pretty great. Happy for the man. Uh Chris Barnett obviously gets one for the heavyweight wheel kick knockout. <laughs> and,
0: for <the> <laughs> and for the dancing. And for the dancing in. Yeah. For Absolutely. The
1: flip. Yeah. Um moment of silence. Uh Aldana versus Jermaine, Jermaine DeRanime. Could have been a fun fight. The big one though. Sean Strickland versus Luke Rockhold. Ah,
0: Rockhold created disc.
1: Yeah. I don't know if he ever comes back.
0: Ah, dude, if, if you're him, why don't you just stick to modeling? You know, make some <laughs> money that way. The problem
1: is, here's the reality. A lot of handsome people out there. A lot of models. Rockhold became a model because of his stature in the UFC. Mm. That starts to go away. I think modeling opportunities probably go away too.
0: Hmm you think so bro how many handsome guys are there you think ralph lauren was like hey you're getting punched in the face come tell people to buy our cologne
1: no but i think i think uh he's like a he was like a celebrity right he's the champ you know he's the champ
0: yeah when's yeah, the last yeah, time you yeah, no. want to fight no dude i get it i, I get it you know who else I is think- the champ charles Oliveira, yeah. dude and we don't see anybody wanting him to sell any fucking cologne dude you know who else is the <laughs> champ robert to Nobody's gonna come knocking at his door to walk down any runways or any catways, oh, whatever shit. you call it. Catwalks. Catways. Whatever you want to call it, dude. Yeah. You know what I, I bet mean? Bet they
1: will. <laughs> that smile? That Glover smile come we on. We just see
0: him like with a suit coming out of your face and cologne. Hey, yeah. dude, I'll buy some.
1: Like a mesh tank top. Glover. <laughs> yeah. Glover. Glover.
0: <laughs> dude. All right. Do you have Tells anything else? Smell.
1: Uh no, fantastic fight card, absolute insanity. Yeah, Thank uh, you everybody for being uh, in the
0: chat. Canelo, shout out to Canelo. Amazing oh, yeah. fight last night. Uh, shout out to
1: Dana watching uh Canelo fight during Thug Rose's fight.
0: <laughs> got to do what you got to do, man. Dana White yeah. is a fan. Say he could say whatever you want. 100 grand on Canelo. Man. But he loves boxing. He loves boxing. He's got he 100 uh, grand. Dude, Canelo just surgical. Working yeah. the body, working the body and as soon as plant Started reacting to canelo's yeah. left hook to the body. Then the you left hook up, up top <laughs> opened up and he kept on hitting that repeatedly. And finally, it was just too much for yeah. uh for Caleb Plant, man. So, but it was yeah. a great, great fight, too.
1: Definitely, uh, pretty damn good defense from Caleb Plant throughout the fight,
0: yeah, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, you know, there's uh, some folks that were saying it was going to be over a lot sooner than it actually was. So, yeah. uh, I know it wasn't the outcome that Caleb Plant wanted, but you know what, dude, you survived in there against what. Who some consider to be the best uh, best boxer, best boxer yeah. ever. I don't know, man. He's not the best, at, but he might be the best current. Some people consider him the best. No, best yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Uh, next up, we have UFC Fight Night coming up on the 13th, where it's uh, yep. Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez La Pantera.
1: Ooh,
0: okay. Uh, yeah, we have Ben Rothwell versus uh, Rogelio, La Pantera. Marcos uh, <laughs> Rogerio de Lima. Philip Lins, Ovin St. Prue, uh, Felicia Spencer, Leah Letson, uh, Songya Dong, again, the best Sonja name in the UFC on. versus yeah. Rio Arte. Uh, we, we got some fun fights, man. Ooh, Kyle bro, Dawkins the, is going to be in there. The lead, the lead versus Dawkins. Sean Woodson yeah. coming back.
1: Sean Woodson's so good.
0: Oh, that's a guy that's like like a toothpick and really lanky, right? He looks like a spider, man. Like that guy's terrifying. That's yeah, that's a man. fantastic
1: fight. Oh, Thiago yeah. Moisés is fighting, so you can Maybe he wins that fight,
0: and you go Bobby Green Moisés. Why not? You have uh, a <laughs> Who? Uh, he's versus coming back. Young. His last couple fights, man, have been bangers. You see the next one though? Chaos Williams versus, versus Miguel Baeza. Baeza. Oh, oh my
1: god! Talk about trial by fire for Baeza. Is this Jesus card Christ. is pretty stacked. Yeah, it's really good.
0: You got Baeza, Baeza had that.
1: Mm. baeza had that five of the year contender fight against pontinibbio uh his last outing
0: dude this is this is this is gonna be a good card yeah this very a good card. card all right man that's all i got you got anything else will no thank you everybody
1: oh also next weekend saturday shout out toasty he's gonna have his first fight oh next 13th. Saturday already?
0: we'll yep. cover the results Definitely. if they were good if they're good. If not, we'll go to I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, thank no, you to no, all no, those no. folks that have uh, followed us on Spotify, Breaker Podcast, Radio Public, Google podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you to those folks that support us on YouTube as well. To those that show yep. up week in and week out to the MMA Church, the story of the fight every Sunday. Big, big thanks. It makes it so much fun uh, whenever everybody's interacting. So thank you. And then uh, social media, if you want to find us.
1: Yeah, story of the fight, Instagram, Twitter. Story of the Fight chat on Facebook. Shout out Sansan. Shout out HOB Comer. Shout out For the Win MMA. Shout out Toasty. Shout out Coleslaw. Everybody. And Ric Flair. Rick Rick Flair. Flair hopped on.
0: Rick Flair hopped on. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another week of Story of the Fight. <laughs> <laughs>